गौरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए शिकाटिक पट की जाए और प्रेमानंदे सो इवनिंग एवरीवन सो आई थॉट वी वुड टॉक अ लिटिल बिट टुनाइट अबाउट द कार्तिक मंथ एंड दिस विल बी द लास्ट मीटिंग दैट वी हैव बिफोर आई लीव टुमारो फॉर सारग्रही फॉर अ फ्यू वीक्स एंड यू विल बी observing the kartik month here as we have been beginning yesterday hmm? and of course it's a, will be observed at saragrahi also and at madhavan and all around the world by the grace of uh, guru maharaj pujapadesi bhaktivedanta swami prabhupad who uh, took uh, krishna consciousness so far and wide in his great preaching campaign So now there are temples all over the world celebrating a festival that is uh, very prominent in India especially the culmination of the festival with the Diwali and or Anukut um that uh, is uh, commemorated by Gaudiya's throughout the month by the lighting of lamps and so forth Deepa means lamp. So what is the significance of this month and the activities that we engage in during the month principally the activities that we engage in are an increase in what we Rupa Goswami has termed swarup siddha bhakti increasing our engagement in those activities that are inherently bhakti whether you know them or not to be so and engage in them still they constitute bhakti and there's some benefit for us as we were hearing this morning from durikadamani bhakti seeks no prerequisite she is the essence of the swarup shakti of krishna krishna santaranga shakti so she has inherent power to uh, to purify us regardless of our condition other paths like karma karma yoga or gyan gyan yoga they um require some prerequisite certain things need to be in place in order to engage in them and if they're not in place then becomes a big problem in karma yoga and in gyan yoga in different ways in karma yoga you can get the opposite result of what you might want or a different result no result in gyan yoga if you don't do it right you can get dismissed altogether um so bhakti is very uh, generous and independent and uh, is constituted as i say of the internal energy of krishna which is constituted of sandini sambit and ladini these are kind of accentuated uh ideas uh, experiences of sat chit and ananda which uh, we are constituted of with the ingress of swarup shakti then we have uh, power and capacity and eligibility to engage in the lord's pastimes that are conducted under the influence of that sarup shakti so this is a good month for 
seeking that uh, a greater infusion of that uh, shakti. And uh, Rupa Goswami has singled it out as a the observance of the Damodar Vrat, Damodar Month, Urja Vrata, as it's called in the Padma Purana. Uh, singled it out as a one of the uh, angas, limbs of the body of Krishna Bhakti. There he cites Padma Purana, and, uh, which is glorifying in that section the uh, month of Damodar. Damodar is, a, is another name for this month. Kartik, Damodar, Damodar refers to one of the many prominent leelas that occurred during this month, during the manifest leela of Krishna. Damodarila being the binding of Krishna's belly, Udara, with uh, ropes, Damodar, hmm? on the part of Mother Yasoda. A very touching uh, scene with uh, deep spiritual significance. So, that in glorifying the Damodar month, Padma Purana says, Swalpam api urukaraka. That this Damodar month is very special, and that if one engages in bhakti in this month, um, one a little bit, swalpa means a little bit, ukaraka. The implication of this word is that there are instances when someone does very little and gets a great benefit. Pujapatridamarsh liked to speak about this with regard to Thakur Bhakti Vinod's shocking statement that he once made that I would prefer to stay in Kurukshetra rather than in Vrindavan. Uh, Kurukshetra, of course, is famous for the Bhagavad Gita and uh, the, um, the, uh, the great uh, war that the Pandavas were engaged in. And that is far from Vrindavan conceptually. But there's another significant event, a more significant event that took place at Kurukshetra, and that is the Yuga Milan, the meeting of, of, uh, of Radha and Krishna after a long time of separation. It's mentioned in the Bhagavatam. There's a chapter about that meeting. Very touching, very spiritually significant. And at that time, Radhika's need is very great because she comes very close to reuniting with Krishna after having been in separation from her for, from, from him for a long time. But because he is adorned with regal paraphernalia, having ridden there on an elephant, which is, means that's like a Cadillac, um, burns a lot of gas. And elephants eat a couple hundred pounds of food a day. It takes a lot to maintain one and so forth. So to ride in as a prince on an elephant with a big entourage and armies and and so on and so forth, and then to meet with these village people who came into the assembly and were it not for Krishna, they would have been dismissed by the armies and and, and whatnot for the most part as unimportant people coming to uh, try to get access to, 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 to the prince. So, of course... 
the meeting is, is significant, and, and in that meeting, as I say, Radhika comes close to reuniting with Krishna, but she cannot fully reunite with him, reunite with him because the, she is not meeting him in the environment that is conducive to that kind of reunion, the, that environment being Vrindavan, uh, the pasture land, the forests with Jamuna and Govardhan and all of Krishna's friends and cows and so on and so forth. This is a very different setting, a regal setting. Hmm? So Krishna is, is uh, manifesting Aishvarya. People are treating him like God there. So though she has him pulled aside and so forth and speaks with him, he invites her to Dwarka, something like that, but she won't go. Hmm? He tells her, my heart is with you. I'm not really in Dwarka. person is wherever their heart is, so I'm really with you at all times pacifies her to some extent. At any rate, her necessity, but even though Thakur reasoned reason and reason well, was great at that time. Pujapad Sridhar gave an example of if you reach in the football game the one-yard line and then you can't go the final distance, there's such a great disappointment having come so close. So Radha comes so close, but she cannot fully unite with, with Krishna. That's Samridhi Mansambhog, the fourth type and most comprehensive type of sambhog or union. There are four types of union that correspond with four types of separation in Madhurasa. So that somebody wants sambhog, she couldn't have that there. When Krishna actually returns to Vrindavan, after killing uh, Dantavakra and Natura and, uh, and so forth, then she experiences that and there's no separation after that. But she couldn't have it at that time. So she's close, but circumstances prevented it. So her necessity was very great. And to use another example, water is not a very valuable commodity. I mean, it's very valuable. You can't live without water. Obviously, it's most important in that sense. But it's readily available for the most part. In our experience, of course, it ran out again this afternoon for a few minutes, but... (laughs) <laughs> but uh, uh, there's lots of water. But if you're in the desert hmm, for some days, then a drop of water. If someone should give you a small bottle of water, you 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 worship them. Hmm? If someone says you want some water, no, yeah, okay, hmm? perhaps. Hmm? But if you're th- thirsty uh, in, in the desert, then that water becomes very valuable. So it's a small thing, water. Hmm? It's value. We can't live without it, and we've got it. There's lots of it. That's why we're alive. So we don't take it as um, as uh, seriously uh, as we would if there was a shortage of it. We would then understand its value. So, at any rate, a little service rendered at the time of great necessity, rendered to the object of our of our service of our love, that brings a greater amount of remuneration than service rendered in another circumstance. It might be hard, in other words, to get the service of Radhika. It is. Another name for Radha is Durga. There's the goddess Durga. She is a manifestation of Radha. Durga means difficult, Durga, to go from. So the material world is, is... presided over by Durga, and it's difficult to go from. But it also, as they say, she being a manifestation of Radha, Durga is also a name for Radha. 
Hmm? It means difficult to go to. Hmm? Difficult to attain her service. So if we find her at a time of great necessity, then our chances for getting her attention and her service are increased. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur reasoned like this. It's difficult to get the service of Radha in Vrindavan. And some of his prayers, songs, one of them Bhaktivinoda Thakur sings, and in my bhajan I saw her from a distance. He who, she who, Bhaktivinoda is aspiring to become the maid, maid, the handmaiden of. Hmm? But in Kurukshetra, then, her necessity is very great. So a little bhakti rendered there. This was his thinking. Hmm? It's very nice. It doesn't mean that Kurukshetra is ontologically a, a higher place than, than, than Vrindavan, but this is a very nice idea. Hmm? He wanted to enter the Vrindavan spirit. He thought, we'll go there. We'll enter through there. Hmm? And of course, Mahaprabhu was entering through there in the Ratha Yatra, which commemorates the um, Krishna's going from Dwaraka to Kurukshetra, which culminates in meeting the Brajabhasis. And so this is a kind of an entry point, if you will, an auspicious entry point to have access to that Vrindavan Leela. So, Kartik, Padma Purana says, the Damodar month, as it's uh, described therein, same idea, same month, is very special that because a little bit of service rendered at that time, one gets a great remuneration. This is its speciality. So, it, amongst the four months, four months, Chatur Masya, that um, occurs during the rainy season and during the monsoon season, that causes the sadhus who travel to slow down and stay, for the most part, in one place. And because they're not moving as much, then they accept certain vows like fasting and, and, and so on. Um, of the four months, this is the last of them. And this one is singled out for observance as a limb or anga of the body, angi of bhakti. Hmm. So it's uh, it's very special. We have been discussing the fifth chapter of the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam where Narada begin, makes his appearance and schools Vyas. And uh, we're just at the point where he's beginning to school him in the essence of of, of, of bhakti and the Bhagavatam. Afterwards, he will start to tell his story. And in the context of his story, this idea of the Chaturmasya comes up because during those four months, some sadhus, Prabhupada calls them the Bhakti Vedantas, they took shelter at his mother's house, Nard's mother's house, during the rainy season. They were taken care of as sadhus, and, and so they schooled Narada. Hmm? And he was a good student, obviously. After they left, he followed them and became the great Narada Muni. So, as I say, of the four months, this is, this is the last. And this is one that has emphasized the context of bhakti. Chaturmasya in itself is not uh, considered a, a observance, an anga of bhakti. 
great Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasri Thakur used to observe it. For some years he observed it, observed it in a very strict way. And by so doing, he sought to set an example or to exemplify the idea that, that, that the bhakti that he was all about, which is easy to misunderstand, Krishna Leela, for example, is difficult to understand, um, is attained in, by, by one who, um, through the culture of bhakti, Vasudeva Bhagavati Bhakti Yoga Prayodita Janyati Ashuvayuragyam Gyanam Chayanavitika has become completely renounced from the material world. Hmm? It's not a path where we do renunciation for its own sake, but in the context of bhakti, properly performed, then Janyati Ashuvayuragyam Gyanam. Very quickly, detachment and knowledge comes. So, hmm? he set a very strict example of. Uh, renunciation, very extremes he uh, went to, and all for the purpose of demonstrating that this bhakti that might be misunderstood by some people and even dismissed by the jnanis. I was reading a commentary on a, a verse from the Bhagavatam, I believe 11th canto, commentary by a jnani, and the verse was speaking about how bhakti gives uh, liberation. And so he gave his whole explanation how it, it can't really, it's not really saying that. Only jnana can give uh, liberation. And he established his point on the basis of the idea that the shruti takes precedence over the smriti. And in the shruti, he quoted a shruti statement, only knowledge can give liberation. And therefore, although the Bhagavatam says bhakti can, it's a smriti, we can't take it as seriously as the shruti. And so uh, it has to be seen as having said that, you know, for the sake of the bhaktas, to encourage them to come in that direction or something like that. Of course, never mind many other <laughs> hundreds of statements to that effect in, in the Bhagavatam, which states itself, it describes itself to be shruti sarumekam, the essence of the shruti, for that matter. Originally, according to the Bhagavatam, spoken by Krishna himself to Brahma, which makes it a shruti in the technical sense. Shruti means that which is heard. Smriti means that which is after having heard, remembered and reiterated. So that which is directly heard, directly spoken by the Lord is said to be more significant by some than that which is heard and remembered and reiterated. We, we don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, Jiva Goswami has said that the reiteration in the form of the Puranas is a Purana, is a Purna, filling out the idea of the Shruti and making it accessible and understandable and therefore we give precedence to it. It is the fifth Veda, as the Shruti says itself. So, and amongst those, the Bhagavatam is, is, the, is the supreme Amalam Puranam, spotless Purana and so forth. So, I didn't appreciate his idea. I was itching for the opportunity to respond to him, but he didn't provide the opportunity on his his blog. (laughs) Um, So, anyway, knowledge, jnana, these are considered to be, by the Bhagavad, to be concomitant to bhakti. They they, they follow bhakti like, like maidservants of the bride, 
Bhakti is the, what does Mahaprabhu say? Vidya Vadu Jivanam. Vidya Vadu Jivanam. It is Vidya Vadu, is the, is the wife known as, as knowledge. In, in the Gita, Krishna says, Raja Vidya, when he describes, discusses Bhakti, it's the king of knowledge. So. So knowledge comes quickly, detachment comes quickly, and so Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur demonstrated that real devotees are renounced. They're not sentimentalists. They're as renounced or more than the jnanis. They've uprooted material existence altogether rather than just cut the bamboo off at the top. They've uprooted it and planted something else in its place, the bhakti lata. So, he observed the chaturmasya, but uh, to, for, for a purpose at the time, in terms of preaching, we don't find that our Prabhupada did, we don't find that Pujapatrita Maharaj did by any measure to the same extent that Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasthi Thakur did for a few years. Um, at the time he was establishing his mission, at a time when Gaudiya Vaishnavism was thought by a lot of people to be a movement of sentimentalists and sensualists that matter. The Leelas of Radha and Krishna, of course, are transcendentally erotic, and people who are not transcendentally erotic, but erotic, uh, may misunderstand them and may distort them, and so on and so forth. So he wanted to show that if you really understand, the, one who really understands these has no mundane eroticism hmm, troubling him. Hmm. Um, what could be a better example, of course, in the, in, in the times gone by of in the Bhagavatam lore of uh, the, the Sugadev Goswami. He had no desire, traveling naked as a young boy and absorbed in the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. You cannot be preoccupied with the erotic life of a man and a woman and remain celibate yourself. <laughs> uh, that would be very, very difficult. The body goes where the mind is. So. His mind absorbed in Krishna's pastimes and his renunciation that corresponds with that tells us something about that, the character of that. The Goswamis did this as well. Uh, they set a very extreme example of renunciation at the time of kind of carving out the foundation, digging out the foundation for Gaudiya Vaishnavism. They wanted to establish it as a serious lineage and uh, well-reasoned and so on and so forth, that it had everything that any other lineage would have in it, and um, and, and, and more. Pujapachita Maharaj gave the example of the Goswamis. He said they, they took, as if they wanted to make a garland out of gemstones, and in order to do so, they drilled holes in all the gems. Not easy to do. And then they left the work for putting the string through it for us. So we're not expected to... Uh, uh, demonstrate such extremes, but Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur in his time, at the time of Bhakti Vinod, the proverbial seventh Goswami, re-establishing what Gaudiya Vaishnavism really was at a time when the idea about it was had been misconstrued to a large extent. So at that time, he saw the necessity for this. Hmm? Um, but 
amongst the four months and the observance of Chaturmasya, which is not in and of itself an Anga Bhakti, this observance of Kartik is. And it takes on a whole different feel from the uh, other months. The other months are filled with all types of vows. Um, and there are vows also in uh, to, be t- to be taken in the Damodar month, Urja Brata, but they tend to be, as I said earlier, positive vows, increasing my participation in Swarupsada Bhakti, in Archan, in deity worship, in hearing, in chanting, remembering the Lord, and so forth. Um, the example given in another section of the, or maybe the same section of the Padma Purana, uh, I believe it was during the month of Kartik, but uh, yeah, I think it was during the month of Kartik. The story is there from the Purana that there was a rat, and he used to go and and after the ghee lamp was, the deepa was offered to the deity, it would be set down and then the lamp goes out, the rat would come in and chew on those tasty uh, ghee-saturated wicks. And so got accustomed to that. And uh, one day he uh, was so eager for it that he latched on the one that was still lit up got attached on his nose, he was jumping around like this, moving his head in front of the deity, and the deity accepted that this, he was offering arati. Hmm? The, deity, the rat died and said he went to Vaikuntha. Hmm? So a little service and uh, in the month of Kartik goes a long way. And also this is an uh, example of Siddha Bhakti in that the rat didn't know he was offering arati. But Krishna accepted that. Looks like arti. Okay, must be arti. Hmm. So it, it has inherent power in it. These activities, this swarupsada uh, bhakti, that should be embraced, and we should increase our participation in that in uh, during the month of Kartik. The urja, urja brata, hmm. is also called the vows of urja. Urja means power, resource. And so forth. In uh, his Bhagavatam commentary, Vishwanachavati Thakur, um, there's a section in the third canto speaking, about, I believe, about different different plants, trees in Vaikuntha. And um, nice description there. And he, in his commentary, he mentions the, the Tulsi, the Tulsi plant. And, um, and the Urja Shakti. He says the Urja Shakti is a is a particular Shakti that that um, oversees the Leela, kind of like Leela Shakti, and it appears in this world as Tulsi. So the connection between Tulsi and Radha, Urja Rata, Urja Urjam is a reference to Radha and this uh, internal um, Shakti, Leela Shakti, and and her. Uh, Resourcefulness. She is the Swayam Shakti, the source uh, of all Shaktis. Krishna is the source of all the Shakti Man. Uh, I guess kind of hard to talk about. He's the energetic from which the energy comes, but in the context of the energy that comes 
from the energetic source, she's the primal Shakti. So all other Shaktis are subordinate to her. So it is an emphasis this month on Shakti, and Bhakti is a Shakti, it is the Sarup Shakti of Bhagawan. And she is the personification of the ideal of Bhakti. So this month is about Radha. It is said, uh, Pujapad Sridhamarsh said that it was a custom in Vrindavan that people would name their daughters after the daughters of Daksha, Prajapati Daksha. He had lots of daughters. And, um, and these names would correspond with different nakshatras, stars, constellations, and so forth. And so Brishabhanu's wife, uh, her name was Kirtika or Kirtida, same idea. And her daughter is Kirtiki Kumari or Kartiki, a name for Radha. So the month is, in that sense, named after uh, Radha. It is her month. In the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Margashirshoham, of months, in the 10th canto, Vibhuti Yogi says, of months, I am Margashirsha. That is the following month. So, I believe Sanatana Goswami reasons, well, if Margashirsha is the following month, Krishna follows Radha. So, we usually say, Radha Krishna, Radha Govinda, Radha Damodar. Hmm? It's just by way of saying that Krishna follows Radha. Of course, Prabhupada named the deities in his Chicago temple, Kishore, Kishori. And Kishore is the name of Krishna, and Kishori is the name of Radha. So we once asked him, why is it backwards? Why isn't it Kishori, Kishore? Why is it Kishore, Kishori? He said, oh, save the best for the last. (laughs) But generally she's mentioned first. So the month that precedes the month that, uh, that, that is... Uh, Krishna, so to speak, Krishna says, of month sign, Margashirsha, that is Radha's month, Kartik. And in this month, so many important um, leelas were played out year after year. The Damodar Leela, as I mentioned, um, the the manifestation of Radha Kund, this Leela took place during uh, Kartik. Of course, the, the Govardhan Leela is really for Gaudiya people, the culmination of the Kartik month. Um, the, the, it, it ends with, the, with the, uh, five important days, uh, the, the ending with the Diwali, the lights, light festival. This is observed by all kinds of different sects, even Jains, and um, non-Hindus in India observe this light festival. It's kind of, uh, I think, the, probably the most uh, authentic idea of the of the uh, Diwali, the light festival, is is the idea. It must be in Ramayana where they lit the uh, lamps all around Ayodhya to greet Ram after having killed Robin, was coming back after his years of being exiled in the forest with Hanuman and a few others. Hmm? Um, 
very touching scene. So all the, the Iodias lit up, greeting him back. It, and it, it is a symbol, symbolizes the victory of good over evil, the light of the self. Gov tamasi ma jyoti gama, as it's said in the, in the Shruti. Go, go from the darkness, go to the light, the light of the self. And and further, this is, of course, the Devasya uh, Vidma, what is it? Sabitu uh, Baranyam Bhargo Devasya. Baranyam Bhargo Devasya. Devasya means Krishna. Bhargo means light. Vidmahe, you know, petition. The light, that which gives shines light on Krishna. Prabhupada used to say, Krishna's not particularly beautiful, but standing next to Radha, then he's very, very attractive. Hmm? So, of course, he's not ever separate from Radha. Only an appearance of such is there for the sake of Leela. The idea is that Krishna, basking in the light of his Shakti, Brahman, the absolute basking in the light of his internal Shakti, shines brightly, hmm? dances, and makes uh, himself thereby... Uh, Available, hmm? so Jayarade, as the Gaudiyas like to say, and this is her um, month, hmm? the month of Kartik. It culminates with this deep Bali. The, the, so the the the, the 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 conquering of of, of, of evil, the, 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 the good over evil, hmm? and right. This is the new year. The Indian Hindu New Year. This is the this is the harvest season. It's celebrating the harvest moon. Hmm? And the Rasa Leela is performed on the full moon, Saradiya Purnim, hmm? in this month. And it ends, as I say, with the with with the Kartik, with the Govardhan Puja, which is probably the most in, in, important, most celebrated of uh, Godia festivals, and. Um, a time of celebrating of, of, of plenty. Hmm? Govardhan is a big provider in Krishna Leela for all that is important in Krishna Leela. All of his pastimes are fully facilitated by that great hill. And, um, of course, the Govardhan Leela involves lots of prasadam. Hmm? And, again, this corresponds with the harvest season. So it's a time of plenty. It's a... Uh, a, thank, a thanksgiving. It's kind of the Hindu thanks, thanksgiving. And um, so from a very kind of pragmatic, down-to-earth point of view, the Harvest Festival, celebrating the, the bounty provided by the god. Um, and Govardhan Leela, of course, among other things, establishes what? That Krishna is the god of the gods. Hmm? They were worshiping Indra, Indra, thinking that he was providing, and Krishna stepped in and said, "Who's he? Without without my power, he cannot provide anything." This in this leela, Krishna was crowned Govinda, or Upendra, sometimes referred to, maybe in Padma Purana, same means same thing in one sense. So the god of the gods. This is Sarvadharman Pritajam Amikam Sharanam Brajya. This is the doorway to Bhakti. Krishna says in the Gita, with the culmination, give up all the gods, sarva-dharman. With the dharma, there are corresponding gods and goddesses. Give it all up, sarva-dharman, pritya-ja. Mam ekam, sharanam, braja. Take 
shelter of me alone. And don't worry that if you forego the Dharma, you'll be culpable for some kind of sinful reaction. No, I'll cover for you. This, this is my position. So this is established in the Govardhan Leela, among other things. This is one of the important points of the Leela. All the other gods are being dismissed. Indra is the chief. Indra means chief, chief of the gods. And um, Krishna demonstrated that his position is nothing in comparison to him. He's the maintainer, and he is Govardhan. He is Vrindavan. He is Govardhan. Uh, this is kind of a nice story that seems like kind of an animism, the worship of the mountain, because the mountain provides things for us, and it has that aspect. But if we look deeply at it, the theology, theology is, is 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 considerable, supporting this uh, the, the worship of the stone from Govardhan, the worship of the hill of of, of Govardhan. It's um, as I say. It corresponds with the conclusion of the of the, of the wisdom of the Bhagavad Gita. So, uh, full of festivals this month, full of all commemorating the various leelas of the Lord, and of course, as I say, while the Govardhan Puja is, is, is probably the most significant um, and widely celebrated leela of the month for us, there are two other great lights, if you will. Um, worth celebrating in, in this month, and that is, and it's very beautiful that it occurs in this way: the disappearance of Srila Prabhupada and the appearance of Srila Srila Marsh, both occurring in this month. So, for this month, very significant for us in Sri Chaitanya Sangha, who a group, a sect that's founded under their auspices and their with their blessings and so forth. So, we celebrate the disappearance of Prabhupada. With that corresponds with the appearance of Pujapad Sridhar Maharaj in our life uh, during the month of Kartik. So these are two special, extra special days for for us amongst so many other days. Prabhupada, of course, left the world in the month of Kartik, isn't it? Yes. Uh, he, well, this is his disappearance. So he left, and he left with a preoccupation, a twofold preoccupation. He wanted to celebrated Govardhan Puja. He wanted to get on a bullock cart and go around Govardhan Hill. But he was so frail at the time that it would have been a total... uh, Medically, it would have been the wrong thing to do. But he wanted to do that. And there was a battle between some of his disciples who wanted the Guru wants to go, and he said, we're not letting him go. On that ride and so forth, but this was his internal uh, and outwardly expressed preoccupation. That and his preoccupation with the uh, the uh, Brahma Vimohana Lila that he was in the middle of uh, translating and commenting on, uh, maybe twelfth twelfth chapter, I believe. Uh, of the uh, 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, that Brahma Vimohanli list 12, 13, 14. I think he was in the 12th, 12th chapter. So, with a desire to perform the Govardhan Puja in, a, in, a, in his, in his Siddha Deha, hmm? he was performing. He couldn't take him in the Sadaka Deha, although he wanted to go 
in that one as well. And um, and and preoccupation with, as I say, the Brahma Vimohan Lila. We find Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. In Govardhan Lila, we find Sarvadharman Prithyaja, Mamikam Saranam Braja. Um, they go together. They're, the latter, the Gita verse, is also saying the same thing. It's also saying Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. He's the god of all the gods. Hmm? Um, in Brahma Vimohan Lila, then in this comes out when Krishna, of course, shows himself to be all the coward boys and and and, and calves to, to uh, Brahma. Brahma had stolen the cows and calves and boys, and Krishna manifests himself as replicas. And um, then then he showed Brahma a mystic vision in which Narayans were emanating from him, and from each Narayan was coming universes, and from each. In each of those universes, an Orion appeared and a Brahma appeared, and this was very extraordinary. I mean, Vahavishnu's opulence is extraordinary. Universes are said to emanate from him. So, if Mahavishnu's are emanating from you, that is very <laughs> extraordinary. This is probably the highest display of Aishvarya in all of Krishna's Leela. And of course, it occurs in Vrindavan, where, which is the sweetest, where the Madhurya is fully manifest. So we can understand that the the backdrop to the Madhurya is the Aishvarya. In other words, because Krishna is God and he acts like a human, therefore it becomes sweet. So we don't find more Aishvarya anywhere else than in Vrindavan. Of course, uh, everybody didn't see it. We're able to see it through the narration of, of Sukadeva and so forth. People like us and Brahma, we, we saw it and we were to be inspired by that. Yeah, because if we understand as Krishna says in the Gita, if we understand Krishna's source of everything, we have then found that center, that supreme enjoyer, the supreme taker, and thus one half of the equation of unalloyed bhakti is in place. If you are to give unlimitedly without reservation, you have to find someone who will take them unlimitedly without reservation. This is the idea of Krishna. All types of love. Rasaraj, he can reciprocate in all types of love. So finding him one and, 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 and uh, focusing our devotion on Krishna, then we have the capacity. One, the other side is he has to be on a love without any motive. But, on our part. So anyway, half of the equation is there. He says, if you have that in place, then you can begin to do the kind of bhajan that is uh, ragmarg bhajan. Led, of course, we should say, by the example of uh, Sri Radha. So it's an important month, and I hope you'll observe it uh, strictly, increase your own participation in the uh, Srupa Siddha Bhakti and um, Get a calendar if you don't have to observe the various uh, days that occur. Gorakashorda's Babaji's disappearance occurs also in this month. So many different important days. It's probably the most packed month of festivals. You're supposed to come out of it making every day in your life thereafter a festival in Krishna Bhakti. And although it's said just a little done in this month, as I've mentioned, it gives good extraordinary response. We should try to do a lot. <laughs> this is a, this is a kind of a, one of the secrets of bhakti here, this, this Kartik 
Mas and Urjabrata, this kind of observance, Niyama Seva, supposed to be controlled in this month and uh, and focus your energy on Bhakti Devi. So, are there any questions? Yes. Raj, I, had a, I think you've answered this before, but I had a question on the shooting versus like shruti. Mm-hmm. So you said that the shruti that's spoken directly from God. So is Bhagavad Gita considered shruti? It is. Therefore, sometimes Bhagavad Gita is called Gita Upanishad. They give it Upanishad name because it's spoken directly by Krishna. But the Bhag- Bhagavatam is as well. Four verses, as I mentioned, to Brahma. Therefore, its own statement, Shruti Saru may come. This is the essence of the Shruti that has to be uh, acknowledged. What else? So, the Govardhan Leela, this is about also, well, that's another thing. Uh, anyway. Jai, see Kartik Maski Jai, Damodar Mantki Jai, Urjabrata Ki Jai, Gold Bhakta Vrindaki Jai, O Premanande.